Oh, hey there, bud. Welcome to the Midnight Owl. This week, I'm joined by Zach. Hello. And Attic. Ew. Um, and then we go to music, maybe? I don't know. I'm still, I don't know how to open the show. We gotta find a way, but... Oh, hey there, there bud. Oh, hey there, bud. It's at least it's got the benefit of being unique. But one of the uh, things that I was thinking of is like, maybe I could start with a joke. So I wrote a few down. Just wanted to see how you guys feel about it. I was inspired by the start of the uh, NHL season. So, um, how about this? Joe Thornton is so old. How old is he? How old is he? Jurassic Park brought back memories. <laughs> I mean, Jurassic Park was set in the 90s. Joe Thornton is so old. How old is he? He farts dust. Well, I like the Jurassic Park one better. All right, last one. Joe Thornton is so old. How old is he? How old is he? He walked out of a museum and the alarm went off. Ooh, that was not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll keep All working right. on it. What is he, 39? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at is Joe Thornton's fucking old. I mean, it's been hard getting into hockey. Like, I haven't, uh, I don't know. It feels like it's, been, what, it was a gone for like, what, like 10 months? Or 8 months or 9 months? Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, right? Almost a year. It's hard to really start it up and remember to check the games. And, so, and they have a game at 4 o'clock today. Tomorrow, right? No, it's today. Are you sure? But it's 4 o'clock now. Uh, <laughs> Podcast canceled. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. Sorry, it's tomorrow. Great, great. I haven't really watched a lot of hockey in years and years, and I was thinking like it'd be nice to get back into it, watch some games and stuff this year, but I haven't had satellites since I was, oh my God, like 18 years old, um, and I was looking into the uh, the subscription there, the NHL ice package or whatever this year. They want a hundred and eighty yeah. fucking dollars for that shit. Holy shit, really? Yeah, yeah. It's expensive for five That's months crazy. of hockey. Well, I've been railing against it the last couple of days at the house because I was like, has no one paid attention to what Netflix and fucking Disney is doing? Like, how can you not make a subscription service charge ten bucks a month or twenty bucks a month and have a couple profiles and just Figure it out from there. Yeah, okay, you can't watch the blackout games until a day or two later, but at least everybody would be able to sit down and watch hockey. Like, yeah. Who has satellite anymore that's our age? It, it, I, I don't think a lot of people do. I think it's just mainly just like, uh, just a subscription. Like, I haven't, I don't know, does Hulu work in Canada? Hulu? No, yeah. I think it's American. It's American. It, you can get it, but you need to get like a VPN or something for it. Oh, yeah, that's right. A lot of them I find are American-based. Like in Canada, what do we have, really? Netflix, Disney. Crave. 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 I didn't think Crave was all that big, but that seems they seem to be getting a bunch of good titles right now. Well, they're owned by Bell, right? They're Bell Media? Are they? Hmm. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, hope, I was hoping you guys would bite on the fucking Joe Thornton jokes. 
<laughs> I give you nothing. I gotta keep working on them. Find a hockey team to chirp or to like, and then we'll chirp them too. I already found a team I can chirp. Who are you cheering for this year? Montreal Canadiens, same team as what last decade? No, longer than a decade. Well, weren't you cheering for Winnipeg there recently? No, I lived near Winnipeg. <laughs> no, I feel like you have a jersey. No, I had a jersey when I was a little kid when they first came into uh, fruition. Who? Hey, why, why did I think you were a Montreal Canadiens fan? Because I switched to them in high school. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, and then we <laughs> want to bust my balls because I took a year off from cheering. I was like, all right, like I was an Ottawa's fan, and they just kept choking in the playoffs. You're a, you're a Sens fan. When I was a kid, yeah. I don't know. What's our team count at there, Attic? Is that four? So if you're gifted a jersey that makes you a fan, so if I come home and I give you a Montreal Canadiens jersey, that makes you a Montreal Canadiens fan? If I accepted it. (laughs) If I just like hide it under your couch, it's like, no, you were given one. Therefore, by the transitive properties, you are now a Canadiens fan. No, there's no Tim loopholes for this. You don't get to just like hide a jersey in my stash and then say, I I got it. I just put it in your dirty laundry. It'll never move. (laughs) Shut up. What do you mean Tim loopholes? You know what I mean. That, <laughs> you try to find a loophole for every role. I have no idea what you're talking about. Give me one example. That that we just talked about. You trying to change the the view of NHL to your status so that we would have to go under the season playing the way that you play instead of the way that defaults. Yeah, because my way is better. True broadcast oh. <laughs> is a way better view. That's oh. not a loophole. That's a fact. For the fans out there. Are you guys talking about your NHL game that you're playing currently on PS4? We are. We're going through a season right now. Uh, Just during lockdown, there's not a lot to do, and this is a cheap way of having a good time. I guess good time when you're winning. Um, I I was hoping to come to the table today successful. But? Who is currently winning? That's a great question, Attic. Well, I'm still on top of my conference. (laughs) No, you're not. Did you check? Yes, I did. Oh, no. How far have I fallen? You're third where you said I was yesterday, but I'm actually second in my conference. But I'm fourth overall, and you're sixth now. So, Zach, you are... Your team is, Zach? Toronto, of course. And Tim? The Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Tim's favorite team. (laughs) (laughs) When you're playing a video game, you play the mechanics, man. If I play Dungeons and Dragons, just because I'm a barbarian doesn't make me a barbarian in real life. I'm just saying, Are I picked the team that, that I liked, and what's that? Are we going to try that game one day, Dungeons and Dragons? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd yeah. be down to try it. Sure, why not? Absolutely. Should we do it right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does everybody have their polyhedral dice? Of course. <laughs> Always. I don't leave a room without it is a little bit of work, so like I would have to see like you guys are set up to do it or whatever, and then I would definitely go through with the game. So what what is it exactly like? So you're the master, right? And so Zach and I are pawns in your game, and then you're just basically like you guys enter a room, and I'm just like I'm just stabbing everybody. Yeah, uh, it's better to think of it as we're all telling a story together. It's cooperative storytelling, so. I give the scenario, you guys give your reaction, and I have to react to that and adapt the world to what's happening. So if you say you run into a room or 
it, it's even better to go further back than that. Like if you create a character that's really, really strong, but super stupid, you got to play it that way. You know, like you can only influence yeah. what, what your character in the story is doing. So what are they all writing down? Everybody's always writing down though. You ever notice that? Whenever people are playing that game, they're all writing stuff down. What do they write down? You're tracking damage. You're tracking your stamina. You're tracking what kind of loot so, you pick up along the way. So go go back to damage here for a second. So you're talking like someone approaches us and I hit them. So in your head, as you are the master, you're in your head. You're saying this person has 200 damage, and I, Zach hits them for 50, and Attic hits them for 50. From you know what, what I mean? I'm I'm going off of like I'm not homebrewing anything right now. So I would be going into a campaign and I would be picking the monsters out of the monster manual and stuff like that. So there are all their stats are pre-generated. Uh, you would roll to hit. So there's a certain level you would have to get past their armor. So if you got a 16, their armor was 15, then you hit, then you roll your damage dice. Your dice uh, might be two D six. So two six sided die. And based on that, that's how much damage it goes. Oh, cool. Okay. A little goblin might have 20 damage that you can get through. And then when you're fighting a dragon, it might be 400. Oh, okay. I'd try that. Yeah. Well, I also got another game that we can try called Gloomhaven. Um, It's closer to a board game. Uh, Like... I always wanted to go to the board game cafes, and Zach, you were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah they're a blast. Yeah, they're funny. Eh? What was the one downtown Ottawa? I think it's called The Loft. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's The Loft. The one I liked was on Somerset. It was uh, Mon- Monopolate. Is that- <laughs> yeah, we got a shit ton of candy there. Yeah, we played a lot of settlers, I remember. You yeah. got the candy platter. They had like gummy bears and peach it's fuzz crazy. laid out on a nice plate for you. Yeah. Best. Not to put myself out there, but that is a loophole that I've ex- explored. Oh, yeah. that's it. I was going to say, I was refraining from saying Tim being the dungeon master, I'd be interested to see what kind of loopholes exist in his world that he designs. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, another monster. Ooh, he's not allergic to magic. <laughs> when you guys get sassy, there's consequences. I am the god of this realm. Do not upset me. Now, you say cooperative storytelling. Does that always work out to be cooperative? Um, from what I've read, no, because like if someone comes to the table and they're real dick or you can tell that they're cheating, they've the dungeon master will punish them or some dungeon masters want to make the whole thing about them. So they like go after the characters and just like set traps that don't exist. I mean, like, mm-mm, you stepped on it. You didn't look for it. No, so, of, you just fell to the floor. You're done. <laughs> yep. Bunch of rocks collapse on you. You're dead. But Holy how can you cheat at a story? Um, how can you cheat a story? Well, by throwing traps or creatures in there that don't exactly exist. Oh, as the player? Um, yeah. So let's say you roll your dice, and what's actually on the dice is a 10. But you tell me, oh, no, I rolled a natural 20. Oh, you can't see the dice? Not always. Like, some people have dice trays, and then they'll shake it, or, you know, like, all of a sudden... <clears throat> they'll have items in their backpack and they're like, Oh yeah, I, I I've had this rope for a long time or I I've got this plus one sword or oh, yeah. yeah, they'll make shit up about their stats. Can you collect things from You're... other games or is it all like kind of reset? 
Um, depending on how you go. Like if you do a campaign, you can go for years and you go through a whole bunch of different stuff and you take your characters that were level one, which is best to think of them as like almost uh npcs like in a game that like cannot <coughs> cannot even defend themselves they're so weak to almost godlike in their power by the time they get to like level 20 right um and so you might defeat some evil sheriff in the first game by the end of the the game you're defeating kings and like evil empires but uh, there's also an interesting thing uh, called one shots where you uh, get sent like these small little stories. So they might be only like four or five hours long. And based on how those stories go progress throughout the season, you get to play the next game and the next game and the next game as they get sent out. Oh, that's kind of cool. Is that, yeah. Is that how you level up too? It is how you level up. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the, I forget what they call like. There's the Pathfinder Society for the Pathfinder games. I think D and D has a series of one shots as well. Mm. I like the idea oh, of a yeah. campaign because you can really build your characters and start to love them. And you know, when they die, it's significant, and you know, it can be significant to the story. As the yeah. dungeon master, if I think that it's appropriate to kill a character then I should have like a reasoning behind it and not just do it willy nilly. But you know, like sometimes a character falls. Assholes that do it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They'll just, they want to make the story about themselves. And from everything I've read that a, what a good dungeon master does is become a fan of the characters playing with them. So I'm trying to help you be fucking awesome. Like turn you into Arnold yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger. Well, I'm halfway there. Not a lot of work for me. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to bump. (laughs) You are. That's right. So a game could go on for fucking months and months. Yeah. Uh, Some people have had uh, games go on for years. Like the Glass Cannon podcast, they've been going for like three or four years. They have a couple of different shows and all of them are going on. The, The main show... The glass cannon. Um, one of the characters has lasted, I would say, about four years, the Baron. But he's seen all of his friends die over and over again. And they like trying to play the character like he has a little bit of PTSD from it. <laughs> like, well, that's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Trying to take cool. on these like giant trolls and stuff. But like you've seen your a wizard comes along and now he's your best friend. And then you watch him die. And then like he's replaced by this druid or something and he has to become friends with him again so can can we do this virtually we can uh through the roll 20 site i have a subscription i have a bunch of the maps i could uh take you guys on the adventure i was running the other group through which would be pretty helpful for me because uh i've already gotten to do a little bit of it do it man yeah, what we always get stuck on is Tim says, okay, go and, and build your characters and figure it out. And then I get so lost in trying to figure out what makes sense as a character that I yeah. it, it's a, really overwhelming. Would it be helpful if I became well-read enough to like sit down and go through the character building? Or is that just like irritating teacher looking over your shoulder? I don't really have anything to compare it to, so I wouldn't say it was annoying. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, even if it, you know what, it'd be easier if we all did it together one night or something 
everyone's just got a computer and we're just like this. I I agree, but it would also be pretty boring for the third person in line waiting for the first two to, to kind of go through it because you need like to, to oh, do yeah. a little bit of background. Like it could be 15 minutes or it could be an hour per person. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we all see each other, we'll talk. Hell we'll yeah. get a roll of well, and with this setup that we currently have going to, we could start recording that and use it as uh, part of the yeah. show. Free content, bro. Start your own YouTube channel, man. Oh yeah, go YouTube after Critical YouTube. Role. They're uh, they they've Twitch streamed for years and years. They make a ton of money. Oh, I'm sure they do. There's a lot of them. You know what I told Zach on Beat Saber? Like he's nuts when it comes to expert and shit. Yeah. I was like, dude, what you need to do is it, so you you can record a video of you playing. So I'm like, let's record a video and just release it to YouTube or Twitch, man. Zach, you could be a, you're probably a millionaire by now and you don't even know it. It would be crazy. Although I I think I'm good for our circle of friends. I don't <laughs> think I'm internet good. <laughs> It's like we were really good at Goldeneye back in the day, but trying to play PAX now. Or <laughs> NHL, not to bring it back to that, but you know, going online and trying to play as somebody and locking my position and I can't do it. Oh, it's, it's yeah. It's so unfortunate yeah. we can't get EA to figure that shit out so we can just play with each other. That'd be wicked if we could do like a virtual... No one's going to jump on that joke. I saw a smile from Zach. I, I saw I heard it. I was just like, I don't know how we want this podcast to go. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> we are kind of say professional here, Timothy. Um, anybody uh, come to the table with a one true three this week, or we put that off for a little while longer? I I think we have to switch the format of that game. Two truths and a, is it two truths and a lie? One truth, two <laughs> lies. Damn. Yeah, one truth, two lies. That's what I did. I did one truth, two lies. It's I I can't. Did you do one? Yeah, I did one. Oh, okay. You I go. I did my homework, man. Dang. I wasn't told we were doing it again. I thought we had other games. <laughs> I, I do feel like a teacher, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't mean to be keep signing stuff. Like, hey, guys, it'd be really great to hang out, but if I'm going to need you to read these three books. If you'd hand out a syllabus, I... I'd be able to keep track. <laughs> so we're going to go to the rubric system because the curb's been <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I know that you guys have jobs and people that love you, but you're not focusing enough on my needs. I um, just did it 15 minutes ago before we started. Perfect. Before we jump into this, uh, I want to ask Zach what he meant, like uh, the format, just switch it up. Cause I'm open to feedback. I want well, this to be fun. It's just, it's hard for me to come up with anything that both of you wouldn't know whether it was yeah. true or not. Cause you, both of you, not not even always together, but separately. I feel like you cover a majority of my stories. Yeah. So you, you think that two truths would be easier, or is it two truths right now? It's one truth right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think you can lie to us? Twice? Okay. Um, you know what? When the syllabus gets here, it's going to be so much more clear. Yeah. So, so I it's, think what, it's I, I, two. I think what Zach. I think what Sorry. Zach is saying is that we just know a lot about him. It's you one truth, two lies. One. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I could do it the other way. Two truths and a lie? Do it, do, right. do it the do other it way. The way. But now I have you to come up with that. a really good lie. You're just such a good friend. You can't lie to us twice. <laughs> well, it's it's more of... Yeah. Uh, okay, Attic, you go. You you uh, you do your deal. Right. 
All right. Okay. So, um, so a few summers ago, uh, at Blues Fest, Bree was playing Blues Fest, so we got to go. And in it, there was every every person that was playing had their own trailer. Mm-hmm. So in one section of the trailer, and Zach, if you know this, don't uh, don't say anything. Um, in one section of the trailer, why not playing? There, <laughs> <laughs> Real fun. Bree's, Bree's trailer was right across from Colby Calais. Do you remember Colby Calais, like the girl who did the song Bubbly? Could you sing a little bit for us so we know what you're talking about? Um, yeah, just like a bar or two, man. <laughs> I can't even remember it. Um, pull up the lyrics. We've got time. I'll let all right, it. All right, let me pull up the lyrics. Hold on. Hold on. Nah, keep it in, Tim. Fuck it. Yeah. Bubbly. Everybody What's loves dead air. Your pinks are so cheap. Your, your cheeks are so pink. Yeah, keep your browser up so we can see your face. Hold on. I got it. It's just right here. With my VR on the I've PlayStation, been awake it's for still a while now. Got me feeling like a child now. You know, because every mm-hmm. time I see your bubbly face, I got the tingles in my silly place. Well, that's dirty. I never really knew that. <laughs> you just sung us a song about your vagina. <laughs> um, where's the fucking, like, where's the chorus? Anyways, you know what's on my toes anyway. and it goes to yeah, my nose. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yes. So her. Yeah. So I got to meet her. Got a picture with her. Uh, let me just pull you guys back up again. And it's okay. it's one truth, two lies, right? Yes. One, so I yes. have to, we have to figure out which one's the truth? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So that one's cool. Yep. So anyway, she walked down and then we all kind of met eyes like Bree's band and her band. We all met eyes and then we all just kind of walked together and shook hands. So. Nice. Did they perform at the same time? No. So Bree was supposed to perform before her, but Bree got rained out that day. Oh, dang. Yeah. So how did you guys um, meet? You just watched her play? Uh, no. So it was before, right? So the day of, it, like, so the, the show started at six o'clock. But we got there. Everybody gets there between like 12 and 4 because everybody does sound check. Yeah. So for six hours, you're basically hanging out inside the trailer. So you see a lot of the other stars that have come do sound check. You hang, you know, they're all there in their trailers as well. Was she being like a total rock star? Like there's heroin needles everywhere and like groupies. Oh, man, out she on was a sweetheart. Okay. No, she was really, really nice. She was really nice. What did she, uh, what did she drink? Okay. Okay. Weird. You brag about meeting Uh, her, but you don't remember what she was doing. What was she wearing? Can I go to my second one? What was she wearing? We'll answer this question. Uh, I think it was uh, blue jeans, red shirt, and she had a sun hat on. Like Mario? She was dressed like Mario. (laughs) Sunshine Mario. Uh, (laughs) Eat some meat, bubbly girl. (laughs) She was like almost. She was like almost like six feet. She was freakishly tall. Wow. Wow. I like girls. I'm gonna her height. Um, so my second one, mm-hmm. uh, I've met and done security for Cardinal Fischel. Okay. Um, I didn't get to actually meet him, uh, but he uh, he literally he, so he drove up with his RV and then he came in, basically escorted him from the um, stage or sorry from his bus all the way down the stage. I was center stage for the whole thing. Somebody tried to jump the stage. I had to tackle him off. That we escorted him back to his RV after the show. Where was he playing? Uh, this is when I was working at the Shark Tank Pub, Loyal Ass College. So Cardinal Official came to Loyalist, and the people were so excited that they were rushing the stage. 
Yeah, when you see that this was in its kind Rihanna of Rihanna played Matt and Joe's, and nobody yeah. rushed. <laughs> Ella. See, they were college kids. Yeah. Uh, what year were you? That would have been second year when I came back. Who was Cardinello Fischel? Yeah. Like, flash in the pan French rapper? He, he's the Mr. 3000, right? Isn't that him? No, that's Andre 3000 from Outcast. Oh, I, I would never be smirch Andre. <laughs> <laughs> kept those ca- crabs in the bucket. That's Cardinal Fischel. No way. Right? Crab Ooh. bucket is Cardinal uh, Fischel. Those crabs in the bucket. Yeah, that's no. him. Who He's Canadian. Who, what's his name? Poop bucket? A crab bucket? <laughs> <laughs> we got a real chocolate burrito on our hands right now. Okay. Cardinal Fischel. All right. So yeah. I'll go to my third one. Uh, so my third one, I worked a security event at uh, for Deadmau5, uh, the the DJ dude. Yeah. Deadmau5, yeah. Um, I was stationed at the end of, uh, so the stage was, like I, I was basically way in front of the stage, like behind all the people, and I was standing right at the back where there was a gate, and that was my position, just to make sure no one kind of flooded the gate. Yep. Um, but four or five guys tried to kind of squeeze under me, squeeze around me. I had to hold them back while calling back up. Three other guys came, and then we eventually kind of asked them to leave, and they finally left. What was but he? It was kind of. What very, was he wearing? Who? Um, the dead mount guy. I couldn't see him. Like that's how far in front I was. Like that's how far away I was covering a gate, where people tried to still. You couldn't see him at all. You couldn't see the color of his hair. You couldn't see. Oh no! I could see like the the train. Like I could see like the big fucking thing behind him. He had like a big DJ thing. You know, I could see like the big mm-hmm. Tron. Like the big, what you know, video color is his skin? On. Ooh. I don't know, man. You couldn't I see from, from where you were? You couldn't tell? My back had to be at the stage. And given the good security person, the good, good security presence I am. I so for 90 minutes, you didn't turn around or catch a glimpse of him? I caught a few glimpses of him. What's the third degree here, Anything, man? Anything like job. weird that you want to know? Did you have any weird scars or anything? Yeah, freckly? Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get very close to him. I just said that. I, I okay. wouldn't be able what to color think. was he wearing? White and black. Like <laughs> clothes? Was he wearing a helmet? He described that well, he girl pretty in detail. He was wearing a helmet, yeah. Wait, what, say that again? He was wearing clothes and a helmet, yeah. What was the helmet? What did it look like? Like a mouth. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. okay. So what do you guys think? It was pretty good. I know the answer. What is the answer? Okay, well, don't say it. Let, let, let him say one first, just in case you know these stories. Well, already. I'm going to go through what I don't think it is. I don't think it's dead. Mouth. Okay. He, he, Attic at a rave, not turning around to like see the giant stage and obnoxious music. I've also seen him do security. He's not that invested. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everybody's drunk and smoking weed around me. So. Oh my god, there would have been so many kids on like whatever party rave drug. That, Molly, that whole weekend that I worked downtown was fucking nuts. Um, like that, that was Canada Day weekend. And then the second. Yeah, I think he just gave it away. That it's the first. What was the second story? The second story was Cardinal Official. Cardinal Official. That would have been about the time that he was just starting to get popular, so it makes sense. Wait, do you, do you know who he is yet? No idea. <laughs> but I remember hearing that name like right around the time that we were all in car- college, like uh, same as Pitbull, like. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Pitbull big? 
No, I, I think you're just missing like five years <laughs> between the two of them. I smoke a lot. <laughs> I smoke way too much weed. <laughs> anyway, I'm not trying to pull coals in your argument, but I, I know which one it yeah. is. I remember the story. So I think it's story number one. Met this girl. You think it's true? Yeah, that's what I think is true. Let's... Yeah, because they were. she offered Brie to go on stage like during her set yeah. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So, well, that well, I, I, I never actually got to meet her. So the first story is, is, is true, like that all happened, but I never got to meet her and talk to her. I just, I wasn't there. <laughs> so number one isn't right? Oh, wow. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's wrong. Oh, I never no. got to meet Colby. Oh, Colby. I mean, you lean pretty hard onto the truth there, but okay, okay. Yeah. I like it. Well done. It's number it was the second one that's true. I met Card now. Well, I didn't. I, I just sorry, I didn't meet him. I got to escort him, and somebody did jump on the stage and had to tackle him off. Okay. Wow. Well done. Well done, Attic. As soon Thank as you. you said Colby yeah. Kelly, I was like, oh, I remember that story. Well, that's why I was just like, Zach, you know, still saying anything. <laughs> well, if you I didn't realize yeah, you weren't there. Were there anyway. You were yeah, there, so though. I, never got... I was there, but I wasn't around when she met her. I think I was at the catering tent. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> Surprise, Look at all the food you couldn't eat in one setting. Look how many triangle sandwiches I can fit in my mouth <laughs> in under in 30 seconds. <laughs> they, they had steak, chicken, potatoes, and rice, and, and nobody was going to eat. So I'm just like, look, man. I was just like, it's free food. You could walk and get it whenever you want. I was like, I'm going. Not a boy. Not <laughs> a boy. Well, there you go. You could use Attic's tact of like vague stories that he wouldn't quite remember and then twisting them just a bit. Yeah. Just enough. Okay. Let me, um, let me think on it a little bit while we go through it and I might be able to pull some together. All right. What do you boys have? What are you boys having for dinner tonight? What are you guys cooking? Anything? Um, I'm going to air fry some egg rolls and cook up some Chinese Ooh. food, like General Sal, that we found in the freezer last night. We went through nice. and inventoried everything in our pantry, in our fridge, in our freezers, trying to like make a list of stuff so that we can just like not buy groceries for two weeks when we yeah. kind of pull back ahead. Yeah. I need to save money yeah, I so I can get a VR. I'm kind of jealous of you guys. Yeah, Damn, you really need to get a documents. The game that we were playing today, like, just ridiculous. Like Apex, but with zombies in real life. That's all I gotta say. What's the name of it, Zach? It's the Oculus Quest Two. Quest. But you could get the original two. Quest. It's it's the same. I, I guess the just sharper graphics on the new one. I'm not fucking around. If I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get something good. Well, it's like fifty uh, bucks what? difference between the old one and the new one. Oh my like, god! If you're gonna go for oh, it, really? you might as well go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember you were trying to find the new one. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you look on. Uh, Gigi too, like you can probably find some pretty people. In I think Zach found a couple of people in on Kijiji. I don't want someone sweaty ass face mask in a pandemic oh, all true. rubbing up it against my face. Too, yeah. yeah, I that's think I'll just save the money. I'm gonna get back ahead financially, and then I'll and then I'll do that. You guys find you're going through a lot more food, like just being under lockdown and stuff. Um, not really. I guess we've been in lockdown the entire time we've been roommates, so it's kind of hard to tell if there's been an uptick. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, because I've been eating so much vegetables that I literally have to go pick pick them up every four days and like going out buying vegetables. That is the pain in the ass about being on like a a diet or trying to eat properly. Yeah. 
it yeah. uh, feels like you're constantly going out to eat and you can never just go into the fridge and nuke something you have to yeah. make the fucking meal i have the yeah. the things that make food i don't have actual fucking food it's very frustrating yeah yeah, yeah. same here that's the thing with eating healthy man what are you making for dinner buddy uh, i'm gonna try my hand at making my own mac and cheese um and then i'm gonna make it with a side of grilled cheese which i'm gonna probably fry up some uh, turkey breast like the deli meats yeah. and some uh, turkey pepperoni and put it inside the grilled cheese and grill it all together and then make a side of homemade mac and cheese that sounds awesome i want to see pictures yeah i spent an hour about just reading up on mac and cheese and kind of the easiest way to do it well we were talking about food. I just remembered chocolate burrito. You kind of have to get oh, into Oh, yeah. That. What is that? If you had any guess what chocolate burrito is, what would your guess be? Sex move, anal. food. Anal? Anal. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like chocolate Is burrito. it anal? It's not. Cho- eh, no. Oh. No. Uh, last night we ordered in some Mexican um, from Chilangos, one of the new spots in town. I, oh, I got, got punked got real that hard. A couple weeks ago? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, Tim. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Zach fucking punked me. What did you do? Well, we had everything out on the fucking table, and he tells me it's like mole sauce or something, <laughs> and I had no idea what it was. I'm like, okay. okay. So you like, said, am I meant to dip my burrito in it? And I was like, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> So like I put my finger on it and like taste test and I'm like I don't I don't know what this is like it doesn't taste like saucy. But what sauce. did it taste like? Well, what did it taste like? Because chocolate has a distinct taste, right? Like you know when you're. You would a think. Bite of you would think. Maybe I'm just so healthy I don't eat enough chocolate to tell. <laughs> that's yes. That's gotta be it. And it was just not what I was expecting, so it didn't register that it was fucking chocolate. So like I, I put yeah, my yeah. finger in it and tasted it. And then, like, a little while later, I was eating my burrito. I'm like, all right, like, the salsa's is good. Might as well try this mole sauce, alleged mole sauce. Dip my fucking burrito in it, take it up, and take a bite. And it's fucking chocolate for the fucking uh, <laughs> donut things that came with it. The churros. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, did you, so how, how, like, how much did you dip in it? A considerable like, did, amount. Like, a corner. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> ruined his food man <laughs> i ate it let it do it <laughs> didn't wreck the rest of the burrito thank god did you like it yeah well <laughs> with the chocolate yeah i wouldn't do it again i didn't hate it <laughs> you put chocolate on anything i'm gonna fucking eat it but it took me like what was it like an hour and a half until it registered that like you you were fucking with me <laughs> <laughs> oh you didn't tell him right away no, no. Well, I, no, I, I, but I, I did read on the menu that there was a thing called mole sauce. So then when it came, I was just like, yeah, it's the mole sauce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just made a sweeping judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't Obviously. defer to you as like a more worldly person. Like, he knows. He knows. He, he can know pronounce Mexican, Mexican things. He knows. He's been there once yeah. at a resort <laughs> with American food. Mole. Yeah, exactly. Mole. Guys, I'm drawing a blank on this one truth, two lies. Well, two weeks from now when we have a chance to record again, we can uh, throw it to you, see if you got it. And you get your shit together, you know, we'll be able to 
be able to do it. Yeah. I sent a little reminder to myself. Maybe there's like a creativity thing you can throw on your VR. You can learn. I'm you just send a message to the group and say okay. what truth you find. That's my own prompt. <laughs> Are you guys finding the group chat helpful for like tracking that stuff? I'm trying not to bombard too much. Oh, yeah. oh no, I'm good, man. Oh, yeah. It's just to throw out ideas, right? Yeah, well, hopefully to spark like... Uh, the bigger conversations and stuff. I um, I don't know. This town's pretty boring. Um, what are, what what are these articles that you sent here? I forgot to read them. I saw it yesterday. I wanted to read them. I forgot to read them. Uh, a Belva woman topic? was charged with being in a house unlawfully, which I immediately went to COVID. Like she was not supposed to be at a location. There was a party going on or something like that. But I'll just read briefly the opening lines I, of this. I, I immediately thought of that. Did he do that once? Oh, to put his nuts Save on Save it for my story. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Breaking into place. I, I mean, inviting myself into places. <laughs> I was like, he's at it again. Well, yeah, we didn't even have a key for that place. We had just figured out how to use our debit cards to pop open the door. Um, an 18-year-old Belleville woman is charged with unlawfully being in a dwelling following an incident on Saturday morning. Uh, city police were called to an East End resi- residence regarding a possible break and enter at 5.30 a.m. The complaint was advised by police that his ex-girlfriend entered the residence with another one of her acquaintances but left prior to police arrival. So an 18-year-old girl broke into her ex-boyfriend's house. Crazy bitch. Now listen, okay, this guy, this guy listens to the show. You need to get a restraining order against that bitch. You need to get her out of your life. You need to cut her. You need to talk to her parents, tell her that she's crazy. She needs to go. Yeah, I think any eighteen-year-old girl that's up at five thirty a.m. is a severe <laughs> danger to life and property. Because who the hell can get up that fucking early, man? <laughs> Seriously. Do you yeah, think drugs or alcohol were involved in this, or if she was just being like crazy Belleville townie? I think there's alcohol involved. There's some sort of drug, probably meth. Doesn't Belleville have a meth problem? Yeah, it does. Well, a little bit of fentanyl, too. Well, everywhere <laughs> in Ontario's got a bit of a yeah. meth problem. <laughs> who doesn't? All right, like we've all been friends since high school. If let's say it's 18 year old us, you know, I've just gone through a bad breakup, but I feel like, hey, I just need to talk to this girl one more time. Do you think I would have the ability to convince either one of you to help me break into her house so I can have a conversation with her? No. <laughs> no. I feel like I wouldn't even go in the car with you. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you until we're at the house. Oh, it's like a house party, but we just got to go in through this back window. I ain't going yeah, to house parties. <laughs> do Belleville, do people have house parties here? Oh, yeah. Really, eh? Even now, yeah. Oh, wow. My niece has been trying to avoid being a part of any of that, but there's like big meetups in the uh, Walmart parking lots for the kids, and uh, oh, really? some kids are throwing house parties still, yeah. Oh shit. $10,000 fine if you get caught and then $450 per person that's there. That's but I mean crazy. 
not worth it. Okay, it is not worth it, but that is us being 30 years old with a fully developed, like, consequences part of our brain, right? Yeah. If we were 18, can you honestly tell me that we wouldn't have done it? Like, I'm not trying to encourage it. I'm not saying it's right. There's a lot of responsibility on the parents to keep their kids at home. Yeah. But could they have stopped us? I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if, if we really wanted to, we could have done it. <laughs> Which we probably would have. Do you think you would have gone out? Um, I'm writing my stories, so I admittedly was just trying to catch back up. <laughs> <laughs> when we were 18, do you think you would have left the house? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's no way I would have stayed there. When we were that young, we I don't remember many weekends, maybe one in a school year that I would actually have been at home, grade 11, 12, 13. Yeah. My God. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, it, and everyone wants to go out and hang out too, right? Yeah. Especially during this. Like, could you imagine being a teenager right now and just being locked up? Like, not locked up, sorry. But just being, you know... Yeah. not able to leave your house it would be I mean, a hard I, I time really getting through to them that like we're not being oh, asked to storm sure. the beaches of normandy like our forefathers you're being asked to yeah. sit at home and watch netflix seriously but exactly. like okay one thing that confuses me as much as like yes i get being told that you can't leave the house makes you want to leave the house but you drive around downtown belleville at 11 o'clock on a friday these days like even before this happened two years ago no one's downtown no one's doing anything like yeah. there's a lot of complaints about being stuck at home but there wasn't live music before it's too expensive to go out and get a meal and a couple drinks and come home like w like with the drinking and driving laws that i fully support don't be drunk and driving but i can't have three beers and then drive home at 220 pounds like I'd lose my fucking license. Yeah. I'm not risking that. I'm not risking higher yeah. insurance. Yeah. You think well, especially too, you're risking your job, you're risking everything, fuck. Yeah. So um, that, are you that, saying at a different weight you would <laughs> I don't understand. Well the heavier you are, the more you could well, the heavier you are, the more that's you That's not drink. true. That's a myth. And that's why you're going to jail. <laughs> but there's really not a lot going on in Belleville anyway, right? I mean you're right. There's there's nothing to do. Everything keeps closing down far before COVID existed. Well, I was talking with the people at work and I was like, all right, so like we're stuck on this schedule. Like, is there any kind of leagues happening between all the other plants in town that are all also on a continental shift? Like a 12 hour continental shift, they'd be on our same rotation. How does it not make sense that like we can't get a bowling league going or bowling so fucking boring but i would do it just for social interaction you should start a bowling league for your shifts oh my god man i've always wanted to be part of a bowling league why would you say it's boring I... we could go on it. we could do bowling on vr if you want to join a league let's go we could probably get collared yeah. shirts and everything <laughs> do they really oh i don't know i made it up but that's like watching <laughs> 90s sitcoms like early 90s sitcoms that was the cool thing is like there was life outside the house and friday yeah. evenings people would throw a little party and get together and that just doesn't happen anymore there is yeah. no life you go home you watch netflix you go to work other than that's us really like being is, really right? productive on a saturday doing a podcast like we're, we're pretty good people <laughs> we're doing something today <laughs> um Man, that, that, that girl in Toronto who opened that barbershop up, 
Oh, um, the London then, one? Then, yeah. Yeah. Was it in London? Yeah. That was crazy. I'm going to say she's a, she is a, a, a I, smart I think person. She's smart as fuck, man. I think she's smart as all hell. Doesn't like, make her any less of a dickhole, though. Like, oh, no. I don't know. She's still an idiot. Ju- okay, just so the people understand what we're talking about. Um, there was a woman. She was running a barbershop. She was about to lose her business, so she restructured it and called it a movie di- movie production business or whatever. So when you call in, you don't book a hair appointment. You book an audition. And then they videotape all of uh, what's happening, and they put that up onto YouTube. Uh, I think time-lapsed. So you're you're part of the auditioning. I get the point that, like, why is movie production above someone trying to run a barbershop? I'm not trying to make that argument. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm in her on her side on that, but, like, it is a dick move. I would like to point out that she found a loophole in the rules, and Tim is very supportive of it. I mean, that's just maybe one of those examples of where you really like the loophole. I really do. I know. But, but I like, think everything it feels like it's always out to get me. So when I can get ahead by examining how stuff works, it's awesome. Like when I was in high school and they started with the rubric system and you learned how little you could do to get an 80 or 90 by just following the rubric and like, all right, well, I don't have to have good content. I just have to spell things right, space things right and do this. And I've got enough to average out to an 85. That's just being smart. Not really sure where you went with that. (laughs) I'm explaining why I like loopholes. Just sounds like you were using a bad rubric. (laughs) I, I, I think that this lady knows what the fuck she's doing. I think, I mean, I mean, I, I really Are you supportive of it? Open, I'm not supportive of her being open. No. Um, Here's the thing that like I people just, like that are, like, it, it's really important to have them because they kind of poke um, into the laws and they show where those loopholes are and where to close them up. Right. I mean, she went against sort of safety protocols, which isn't a good thing. So but... what, do you, what do you think is, what do you think they're going to do next? Like, do you, do you think they're going to bend, like fix up the law now? So it says, well, that's kind of the, the point I'm trying to get at it is that the, you need kind of those people, right? It, it's like in yeah. businesses where there's cybersecurity, you hire hackers to try to penetrate your system. Um, yeah, yeah. It's also not unlike, I remember a couple of years ago in uh, probably California or something, but they created a an art gallery and they called it Starbucks and it was identical to a Starbucks, but they served coffee at like a dollar a cup instead of whatever Starbucks was charging. And they were able to get away with it for a while because it was a parody art gallery. And in the laws, it's not a copyright infringement if it's for parody. Oh so they got God. away with it. It was in the uh, the papers because it went to courts and stuff. I, ultimately, I think they ended up closing down. But you kind of like those people a little bit in society just to just to keep yeah. poking fun at the the unnecessary complexities of the law. Yeah, that's a very good point. I, I'm still got to say, like, the fact that, like, movie production, because that makes more money, like, tax revenue for the government, the fact that they're still allowed to open, and, like, it just seems so arbitrary at this point about what's open or not. Like, I was out for Drano, going out to pick up Drano yesterday, and I could have stopped at Shoppers Drug Mart, Independent, Walmart, gone and gotten it, but I was like, oh, I'll just go to the home hardware. They're curbside. And, like, the roads are so fucking packed right now with people, like, out and about and going into certain stores, but curbside for others, it's 
it's got to be very frustrating to be a business owner. And I'm speaking from the privilege point of view of getting to continue to work the entire time through this. Yeah, when when I I went a few weeks ago, picked up paint from Canadian Tire. Just it just sometimes just trying to navigate through all that type of stuff is like I pulled up to this certain uh, to this for a certain parking spot. So I called this number. I'm calling this number. I'm calling this number. Like nobody's answering. Nobody's answering. There's no another extension. Literally waited out there for 15 minutes till somebody came out. And like I came out of my car and I'm just like, hey man, you're <laughs> yeah. here to pick something up. I'm like it's one can of paint. <laughs> So, so he got all my information, then he came up and I got it from him. And I'm just like, dude, I was like, I don't know if you know, I was like, but nobody's answering this phone. You know, and I'm not, you know, and, and, and I'm sure they're busy. I'm sure they got a lot going on with uh, with curbside pickup, but fuck, for, I mean, just. Have someone dedicated to answering the goddamn phone. This isn't new well, anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's something like that, right? Like, it, it, it's, and I was just like, you know, all I got was one can of paint that could have been left by the fucking door. Be 30 seconds for yeah. somebody to what bring it out. Say, Zach? I was uh, from a point earlier about like not knowing who should be open and who's not. I, I was going to ask you, why did you get a can of paint? Uh, just I mean, just for something to do during lockdown for me. I was just going right? to try that. And that's kind of, yeah. Like, like how do you know who to close? Like, I mean, hardware stores running out of lumber because people are doing all these do it yourself projects yeah. based on like TikTok videos that they're seeing. Like some yeah. of it, it, it would be hard to shut it down because it's literally people's only outlet. So it's hard yeah. to decide because everybody has a different sort of vice that they go to when they're in this sort of situation. Yeah. Well, like, and if you're going to go by the law and like, all right, so it's not necessary or whatever, but was it your brother that purchased a house and, and it's been delayed and delayed because they're trying to build it and they can't get the thing like that's yeah, absolutely that's essential. Get his family into their home, but delayed eight months, yeah. eight months. Yeah. He was moving around. He was like trying to find a place to live with his uh, kids and stuff like that for a couple months. Yeah. Putting them in like crazy. a two bedroom apartment and stuff. Like, yeah, they're they're in a two bedroom now. Yeah, Jesus. they're in a two bedroom apartment now with a full kitchen and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it was originally they were just like, yeah, it'll be a month. It'll be a month. It'll be now two months. Then three months. The brothers was like, you gotta fucking give me something here, man, because I gotta find a like a. Um, you know, a place to rent and for how long I'm going to need to rent it for is going to depend on when my house is done, right? But his situation's so, COVID-specific, right? They ran out of materials? Yeah. But I hear that cool. story a lot with new builds. Like, it, I don't think it's yeah. a necessarily a COVID issue. Um, I remember a friend of mine that I used to work with, she was waiting for her condo to be built. And then there were so many delays. There were so many issues with it. They ended up upgrading her, like, counters to granite and doing all these things oh, because no it was so delayed. And I always hear horror stories about when people build it's really out of their control. Do you think that like uh, builders and stuff like that are hiding behind the COVID? Like, oh, I'm sorry, it's COVID. You can't sue us I, right now. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think builders right now are 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 trying to make as much money as they can, right? Because again, everybody wants. And 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 the, the the other thing too is a lot of people are working from home now. So anybody who's working from home, you know, wants that really nice office. It wants that really nice area to be able to relax and wants a corner to put some weights because they can't go to the gym after work or before well, work, I think right? It, yeah, there's something to be said for everybody that's uh, works, buys a house, both people. Like, when would they ever get to spend three months straight in their house before retirement? I, I don't yeah. think there's a lot of people that would ever have that option other than, like, a mom that's doing maternity leave. But, like, that's not like a vacation getting to enjoy your couch or anything. Like, yeah. raising the infant. There's so many people that would never 
take more than their two weeks of holidays in their home enjoying that space. Like, yeah. Everybody yeah, else he... got a fucking gift and I had to work the whole goddamn time. I'm just saying it's a little unfair. <laughs> you are not the only one. Well, I said before, um, essentials just kind of the fancy way of making everybody go back to work. <laughs> yeah. It, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm, uh, some, some days I don't mind working from home and other days I, I'm, I'm losing my freaking mind. It's, uh, some days it, it, it's good. There's so many distractions, <laughs> you know, feel like having some chips midday. I'll have half a bag. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be successful in that sense. I don't know if this is going to be a continuity issue, but I have my um, two truths and a lie. Ooh, let's do it. Oh, do you? Sweet. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, you said two truths and a lie? So two of these are true? So two of these are true, and you have to find out which one is the lie. Okay. Okay. So I've got a big dick. And one of you or, or two of you might be closer to uh, to some of these stories. So don't say anything right away. Um, okay. But uh, when Attic and I, we lived together for a while in uh, Orleans. And we had a neighbor who was from Vietnam. And this isn't one of those things where I'm like, no, it wasn't true because she wasn't our neighbor. She lived two doors down. Um, but she... Uh, you know, she was really friendly. She came over to us. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we shoveled her driveway anyway, just neighborly stuff. But then she started asking us, uh, telling us about her niece and saying like, oh, you'd love our niece and whatever. And then one night she came over and she showed us her niece in a wedding dress and she offered me $25,000 to marry her niece and bring her to Canada. So that's my first story. Oh, wow. So uh, one time when I was living in Saskatchewan, uh, I was seeing a girl there for a little bit. And she was at the University of Saskatchewan, so we did a pub crawl. Stop looking at me. So we did a uh, we did a pub crawl, um, and it wasn't really like I wasn't terribly into her, and I don't really think she was into me that much. But we were new people in a really small area, so um, we went on a pub crawl. It was really fun, but we ended up both going home with different people that night instead of each other, and it was kind nice. of okay. <laughs> Story three. Uh, in college, I had a project for my learning and development class where I had to teach people. We, we decided that we were going to teach people how to shave properly. And it was because I did a lot of personal care at uh, the place that I worked. Um, so it's it was all... really familiar. The whole point of the course was just to show people um, how different learning styles would be applied to different people. Anyway, um, because I was using a bunch of shaving cream, I had a lot of shaving cream for the students and we all had, um, I got them all trash bags so that it wouldn't stay in their clothes or whatever. Uh, and then I had, um, my professor came up and he was like, after class, you know, it was a lot of wasteful products that you used. And I ended up getting in trouble and having to go in front of the Dean to sort of rationalize it and why, you know, our project should be more eco-friendly going forward. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So story number one, um you were asked to be a part of a green card marriage uh okay i dated a girl once that was in the middle of a green card marriage did you yeah the middle of a marriage yeah what (laughs) yeah that might be a story for another time let's not distract (laughs) curious somebody write that down to the group (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh god yeah, that happened. Wow, I forgot about that. Um, okay, so 
$25,000, would she be living with you? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, was the niece cute? Yeah. Yeah. Was Attic offered or was it like, we kind of want a white guy? I, I, Doc, were you offered ever? No, I think she just came straight to talk to you. I remember, I remember you, you and I, anyways, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. Okay. Just make the story. I'll, 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 I'll say it after the story. Um, all right. I'm trying to think of any other questions because that's a great fucking story. I think the third one is a lie. Okay. I'm going to keep going through and asking a few questions about the other ones. The okay. second one. You do it. This girl. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you want a pup girl? Blah, blah, blah. Did you ever talk again or did you just ghost each other? Uh, no, she picked me up and drove me home <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> she picked you up from your walk of shame? Well, she picked me up from the house, yeah. And it happened to be her, her friend. Okay. Like a close friend of hers. Was it awkward or was it like a fist bump? Like, let's go get some McDonald's? Uh, no, it was pretty awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of one of those things where like, you know, she drove me home and, and then we both kind of knew that like, yeah, we're not going to probably message each other again. <laughs> well, take care. <laughs> uh, had you slept with her previously or was this like kind of just dating territory? Yeah, no, we were we were seeing each other for a few months, two, two months maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. You whore. Um, uh, it's a very cold place in Saskatchewan in the wintertime. <laughs> um, where did you meet her? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I met her because Ryan and Melissa, I was living with them. Yep. They had a, uh, uh, a keg party and Melissa was friends <laughs> with her friend. Like she came along as a plus one to a party. Yeah. So you were getting introduced to one of uh, Melissa's friends and you liked her friend? No, no. Her, <laughs> yeah, <she's dead>. um, <laughs> no, don't hold back. Go for it, buddy. They both came to the the party. Um, I don't even really remember, to be honest with you. Okay, a keg party's pretty sufficient for that. And it was a while ago. Yeah, and the third story was about my learning and development class. Learning and development class. Now, did they want was there other suggestions made or was it just suggested that like shaving the patients is just inappropriate did you focus on shaving the face yeah so we got balloons and we put shaving cream on it and we were just showing people the best way to go against the grain or with the grain and stuff when we were going through our course okay that makes sense. the second story being true what's that a lie. the second story to me is a lie I thought you said number three was a lie. No, I changed my answer. Uh, I have the right to do that. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything follow-ups to that. Uh, Was there a tribunal? Like, did you just stand in front of the dean and plead your case, or were you both? No, it was just in the office with my professor and the dean of our, like, our business part of the school, not, like, whoever the head of the school was. Oh my God. Jesus, doodle. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just, just trying to get close to you guys. Like, give me the third degree. <laughs> okay. 
Um, did you pass the class? I did very uh, high marks, actually. They liked my style. They just didn't like the execution of the products I used. Mm-hmm. Better question, Zach. Have you graduated from high school? Yes, eventually. About halfway through <laughs> college somewhere. It got a little blurry. And I'm the one that likes loopholes. <laughs> Nobody. So what do you think, Tim? Hmm. I want to tell you guys, you both did a fantastic job. I liked your stories. Zach, you. you went above and beyond here. This is difficult. Um, I know when you were out west, you would have been a young buck. So this sounds like it's pretty it's innocent. 12 years ago now. Yeah. You got old. Um, you have gotten old. I'm going to say, oh man, the story makes sense. That's true. The third story, that sounds very much like what you would have to go up against in a college. Um, Getting in trouble. Having been in the workplace and like seen the amount of waste that happens. But like if it's the wrong kind of waste, people lose their minds. Like we've addressed this with a specific bin. Yeah. And I I would say that um, at Fleming, there was a huge like environmental studies program. So they were like really hippy dippy. Well, you were there for, I mean, all the trend people. Yeah. It was pretty hippy dippy, but I I wouldn't get like, I didn't get in trouble, trouble. It was just more of a talking to. It was a hippy town. I think by adding that point, you're trying to mislead me. That one is the lie. Number three is the lie. What do you think? I'm uh, first of all, just to go off the first story. What happened was after you and I were done shoveling one night, we were sitting on the step having a dirt and she came up to us, the neighbor, but she went directly to you and <laughs> just, just completely ignored me and talked to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, wow. Then she I came mean... over like the next day and gave him a picture and I was just like, fuck you. Yeah, remember she came Your over with her in the wedding dress and she wanted her yeah, niece to come over because they were going to open up like a, a salon or something. Yeah, I and she her her pitch to me was like she's really um quiet she doesn't talk back she makes a, she cooks really well and i was like yeah. oh my god like she sounds perfect no it's, <laughs> it's the opposite of what i wanted i remember we walked in and we're like this is fucking crazy this shit only happens in the movies we're like twenty five thousand is a pretty good yeah. number yeah like that's pretty good i think i may have misheard something you said that uh, she brought over a picture of her in a wedding dress, or did she bring her over in the wedding dress? No, she was in Vietnam. Oh, she brought a picture okay. of her in a wedding dress. But I was supposed exactly to go out to Vietnam, to, and they were going to pay for me yeah. to go out there and to meet her yeah. properly and, and do that whole thing. Oh that was God. the whole thing, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyways, I digress. What, you, what one two. did you settle on for the, uh, for the law? Uh, two. I'm going with number two. I feel like that would have come up in the years that I've known you. Which one was Lysak? Number three. Yes. Oh, and, damn. In fact, right. so yeah. number three, the twist was that um, I was prepping for the class and I was trying to get people's garbage bags with the hole ready so they didn't have to rip it in class so they could put it over their clothes. And the environmental kid came up to me and he was taking like, he was a student there and he was just like, that's a uh, pretty wasteful. Don't you think? And I was like, man, my class is in an hour. I was like, you got 25 <laughs> napkins or like biodegradable <laughs> napkins I can use instead. <laughs> and so he, he pissed off, but he was trying to give us a hard time for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I... uh, taking the hit on that one so that people can safely and, uh, 
comfortably shaves a, another human being in the world, like maybe that's worth a couple garbage bags. Yeah, I mean, in, in hindsight, absolutely. But it was, I, I mean, you guys know me. I wasn't the most prepared person for all of my projects. I seemed to uh, skate by and get good marks, but I was never really like invested. So it was probably the morning of I ran out, got a bunch of shaving cream, a bunch of balloons and a bunch of garbage bags. You were good last minute, man. I, I am a very good procrastinator. And then sort so of- So originally push. I thought it was your third story, but then what got me was that- in your second story, you said you and this girl have been going to get, uh, you guys, you guys have been seeing each other for two months. So I'm just like, ah, I was just like, that's weird. Two months they were seeing each other and then they went to a party. They just went with different people. Yeah. That to me, I was just like, ah, maybe I caught them there. I think that sounds like the, like, it's weird when you hear it, but in the end, that is the most pleasant breakup, like, of all time. That's amazing. It's like, <laughs> that's yeah, we've both moved on. This is pretty cool. No one can get mad at the other. Well, it, and it was, I mean, yeah, we both like, it was very temporary. I think we both kind of knew that. And then that night it was just, I, those guys, they could drink. I remember them doing like cheers on the bus and they were just crushing out shots and I, I couldn't keep up. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. That's how I crashed my motorcycle. I was trying to keep up with the old boys in uh, Gladstone. Like, uh, were you, did uh, you have three beers and then drive? Uh, no, I had way more than that. I was drinking uh, scotch with them, and it was like after the meat draw at the Legion. So, like out west, the Legion is a, a big a part of the community. It's fantastic, and uh, <clears throat> so every Saturday they'll have this big draw. You go in, you buy your tickets. Everybody drinks with the veterans, and then they draw, and then the butcher puts up a bunch of like. Uh, pork chops or steaks or whatever throughout the thing and you buy your tickets and that's how they raise money for the legion but they were all drinking oh, cool. like scotch so it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm fucking wasted trying to keep up with the old boys and they're perfectly fine they've just been drinking their scotch and water they're okay I'm in the middle of the street like wandering down it like gotten lost so they had to send somebody out to find me like my friends that I was living with they get me into the back of the van. Apparently, I was trying to fight them. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> they get me back to the house party that's happening, and they set me up in the garage and give me a glass of water and kind of like the stern statement of like, you've had enough, Tim, just like, you're going to be fine. <laughs> and I had recently bought a motorcycle, so I, I, I'm sitting on it, and allegedly, I was making like the puttering sound like, vroom, 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 but I don't remember this. Either way. <laughs> I fell asleep on top of it, and then the whole thing like tipped over. It didn't have an engine, oh. so I wasn't drunk driving, <laughs> but I did crash a motorcycle drunk. I have to be honest, the whole time you're telling this story, I'm like, oh, I don't know if you should be saying this. <laughs> Uh-oh. I was hammered and jumped out of this motorcycle, and I'm driving down the road. Yeah, and I crashed it. It sounds a lot cooler <laughs> that way than like I was pantomiming driving the motorcycle. Drinking and driving is never cool. <laughs> The Midnight Owl I does not. Driving, Tim. Yeah, Tim, quit drinking and driving. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> damn motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, boys, we just hit an hour and 12 minutes. So I think that's going to be the end of the episode unless we want to hit anything else. I'm good. I'm going to go start my bush of mouth up. Oh, is that what you're making? 
Yeah, for my uh, smoke my or no, I'm not gonna smoke it, but for my cra- uh, for my mac and cheese, yeah, I'm gonna make a little bechamel sauce. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm excited. My first time. Remember that time you spilt uh, the bechamel, the lasagna your mom made, or the spaghetti your mom used to make? Remember oh, when yeah, you spilled it all car. over your back seat? It had this big white stain for years yeah. afterward. Yeah, that was a cold ball, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that was with my sunfire. So what oh, happened? Man. Like you just took a tor- uh, corner to. So tight? my mom, like whenever, like when we were all living together, whenever I go down to see my mom, she just like fucking packed me boxes of food to bring back for like me, Zach, and Mo. What so and everything woman. was like a lot of the time she'd make them like fresh, and then I'll mm-hmm. take them home and I could freeze them there instead of them thawing out on the way. So once it's this, it's this big fucking pan that's got bechamel, like bechamel sauce, spaghetti, meat, like milk, cream, you know, just heavy with all that butter. What's bechamel? And on the way home. It's like a white sauce. It's like, yeah, it's like a white sauce for uh, spaghetti. Okay. okay. It's the best sauce in the entire world. Anyways, on the way home, it just kind of spilled like all over the car. And I didn't really realize until what, almost three hours later, basically, when I pulled into the driveway. It's like, fuck. So like, I cleaned it up a little bit. I'm just like, oh, I'm like, I'll take it tomorrow and I'll get it back to you, you know, I'll wipe it down. Every and time, never did. Every time I hear the word fish, I just think of that stain and I'm just like, you're not oh, allowed. Yeah. Nobody was allowed to sit in that seat in your car anymore. <laughs> it was so gross. But eventually, when you started picking up your nieces, I remember you'd make them sit in it. I was always so... <laughs> It was gross. I had no other choice. Because I asked him, well, could I, I asked my brother, like, can I have your car to pick the girls up? He's like, no. I got cream sauce like on the back seat. Yeah. I was just like, all right, man. I was like, I warned you. <laughs> Didn't you have like a, an explosion in your car as well? The Coke? Oh, yeah. I had a client oh, leave yeah, a can of did. Coke in my car. That's actually happened. Yeah. Wait, you just said that the Coke can exploded, but a client left it in there? I never heard that part of it. That seems like a, a detail you've just added. No, no. I, I must have said it before. It was a client that I, a uh, patient client. I used to work at a place where I would take a, a kid to school. Um, mm-hmm. Like literally, my my role was to go wake him up, get him to get ready for like himself to get ready for school, and then I would drive him to school because he didn't really do well with other kids on the bus, and he'd always leave stuff in my uh, in my car. I remember one time he left his sandwich in my glove box, and like I didn't even know for a week. And I'm like, <laughs> you son of a bitch! But he did it largely just to get a rise out of me. It was a, it was a fun dynamic. I, I liked working with him. You had Coke from the like windshield to the rear window. All that was Coke everywhere. It's it's still on my roof. I I got the the Mm -hmm. scrubber brush to try to the fabric. I and I forget there's a a name for the specific material. Yeah, on the roof or on the ceiling. Um, and I started scrubbing and it just started ripping the fibers right out. So I don't know. Oh, I, really? I don't even know how to clean oh, it. We yeah. should get a Tide stick when it's warm enough. We could try that. Oh, you should. You should try that. Actually, well, I'm scared it's going to bleach the color out. I mean, at this point. Well, the Coke has faded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to add more it's to part it. Of the vehicle People now. forget when yeah. they go in my car. They don't see it as much anymore. This is not poking fun at you. Can we drop the name of the guy that you hired to scrub the car? Oh, I don't know. What was the name of that company? Because he did a fucking terrible job. It's still on the plastic fucking, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. handles in the back. What was, um? yeah, I got my car detailed and it was like a new service where like you called them and then they just come to you and like set up a tent. Oh, and really? Detail your car while it's in the driveway or your work parking like a car lot. car doctor? 
in your work parking lot that's genius yeah wherever you want right just set the appointment um and then yeah it, it was a three hour like the kid was out there forever um he was texting a lot though but i mm. was trying not to you know be that guy i was like well whatever um but yeah he missed a lot on my car fucking the guy yeah he sucked but he was there for like yeah almost three hours i remember being like god go home if you guys were gonna pick up a gig <laughs> job like uh the uber uh skip the dishes something like that the the handyman the ones that there's one that like ikea you can get hired to go build their furniture like is there one of those gig jobs that you would do for extra money uh pizza delivery boy pizza delivery well, you can be a pizza delivery man. But no. <laughs> That's oh, his fantasy. You're a pizza boy. Yeah. If Attic won the lottery, he would part-time work as a pizza delivery boy. Oh, for sure. 100%. He is fried. It. It's, it's, it's awesome. I, I just I just smoke. I mean, I'd probably go back to smoking if I was a millionaire, to be honest with you. I'd probably start smoking. <laughs> I'd smoking in a bag in if car. I'm rich. <laughs> I just drive around delivering pizza, smoke and fucking cigarettes, man. Well, fuck, I smoke cigarettes around my goddamn pizza. <laughs> oh my god, god. you don't rich. know that. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> this is cloud of smoke rolling up. Here's your pizza. <laughs> I All right, ladies, I gotta get started on my sauce. All right, see you, buddy. Later, boys. Are we um? What what's are we gonna shoot some zombies later? Play some yeah, just give me a little bit. Let me text you after dinner. Okay. Hey, text me after dinner. I'll text you after dinner. Cool. See you, buddy. Don't text me. Uh, do you want to try closing out the show this week, Zach? Catch. Oh wait. Um. Uh. Wait. Don't say anything. Don't. Um. If your junk stinks, keep it to yourself. What? what was that? Didn't we have a tagline like that? We did a PSA. Yeah. If you. If your junk stinks, keep it to yourself. Is it stinks? If your junk's gross? If your junk's leaking? I don't no. know. No. I, were you about to say catchy on the flippity flop? Because I also No, like <laughs> I was not going to say that. Hey, catchy on the flippity flop. <laughs> How great of a shirt would that be? That's Mid a good office quote. On the front, flippity flop on the back. Are you referencing the office when you say that? No. Oh. They referenced me. Okay. <laughs> Zach, are you closing out the show? Okay. Are you closing out the show? Yeah. What? Do you want to try giving a closeout? Yeah, we'd like to uh, thank all the Speak up. <clears throat> are you sick, man? Your cheeks are really red. No. No, I'm just hot. Hot and blue. I got my ring light on. Behind you? Hey, I think you need to be in front of me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you know how ring lights work. <laughs> You're a shadow. Tan in my back. That's too bright. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us this evening, and uh, we'll catch you on the we'll catch you on the flop. Okay. <laughs> if uh, people were trying to gonna find you, uh, where would they be looking, Attic? That guy and dot his grill Instagram. Check me out. I got smoked food. I got smoked recipes. Not a hell of a whole lot of recipes. Actually, not a single recipe. Just pictures of food. Nice. So, enjoy that. And as a reminder, uh, don't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that. Later, guys. Bye. Right. See you. Catch you on the flippity flop. Okay.
Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How's it going? Not too bad. What's going on? Not much. I'm just sitting here with Zach. Can you hear him? Hey, bud. Hey, man. Just give me a second. My computer's being stupid. Hold on. For sure. Tech issues. It's so nice when it's not my fault for the tech issues. Hey, bud. Hey, buddy. What up? All right, I'm just going to mute you on there. Perfect. Hey, man. What's up? Shave. What's that? Shave. No, it's a lot. This podcast best. And it's meant forever. <laughs> It's been locked away in the safe until we can adequately vest, do this. See my vest, see my vest. What's going on? Not much. Are you having a beer? No, I'm just having water. Ah. Is that your lime bubbly? No, I'm just having regular water. I don't get the lime bubbly till dinner. Oh, I, tr- I tried one of those. Oh, what'd you think? It, it was terrible. It, Which one did you try, though? I don't know. The one that... Tasted like I was ju- drinking uh, dish soap. Well, you'll have to be more specific. <laughs> That's every flavor. Fizzy dish soap. Have, you have to have it on ice. Okay. Okay. You gotta, you gotta try it on ice. I Honestly, tried it I on ice it. and it was disgusting. No, but you're not. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're crazy. Attic just has a refined palate. He is a guy at his grill. You guys don't even know the stress that I go under. I get messages. And actually, I don't care anything. Nobody ever asks me a question. <laughs> How does the stress improve your taste, though? If, you, you know what? Honestly, the biggest, like, ever since I quit smoking, I really feel like my taste buds have gotten better. Yeah. Like, I could really feel something that doesn't have salt that needs salt. Like, I made, um, I made some potatoes the other day. Yeah. And then after making them, I put some salt, pepper, and I put uh, chopped up parsley, and I put some olive oil, and I mixed it all together. And I kind of had a few. And I was like, no, it just needs more salt. Where before, I wouldn't even have fucking really even realize that something needed more salt, you know? I'm adding hot sauce to everything now. But, uh, yeah, my quitting smoking's not going fantastic. I'm trying. I'm able to get up to, like, five hours now without really needing a smoke. Oh, good for you, man. Never quit quitting, buddy. That's the biggest thing. You just never quit quitting. Well, I know. Yeah, I always fall off the, the wagon. All right, if you guys are ready, I'm going to try an intro, and then we'll so. just jump into the show. Uh, 